Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. We've got another round of NAFTA negotiations happening in Montreal this week. What can we expect? And are we starting to see the beginning of the end for the trade agreement? Stephen Farnsworth, professor of political science and international affairs at the University of Mary Washington, joins us today. Hello, Professor Farnsworth. Hello. How much is on the line this week? Well, I I do think that this is going to be a very important week for uh, the conversation about the future of NAFTA. Uh, The Trump presidency hasn't really delivered on some of its promises, particularly those with respect to bringing more jobs back to the U.S. And so I think there's going to be more pressure on the Trump administration than ever to be tough in this round of uh, the conversation. And that may be bad news for NAFTA. Bad news for NAFTA, bad news for Canada as well. We have already launched a complaint with the World Trade Organization. Is that going to play into this as well when it comes to whether or not the U.S. is willing to make a deal? Well, the, the, the issue here for, for Trump is really a real lack of, of clarity about the best way forward politically in terms of his own interests in the United States. Because while there are a lot of people, particularly in industrialized parts of the country, that have lost a lot of jobs, they haven't really lost them uh, to Canada. The issue is much more with respect to lower-wage countries that have, say, lower worker protections, lower wages, and so on. So a company can move people offshore and make a lot more money. Uh, Canada is not really the destination that's going to uh, to make sense in that in that scenario for business. The the issue though is that there's also a lot of exports to Canada that would be at risk if you really upset the apple cart on NAFTA. Think in particular about the American agriculture sector. There are a lot of food producers, particularly in the rural states where Trump did well, who would be very much hurt by a situation where NAFTA were to go by the by. So I think that um, while this is likely to be a, a pivotal conversation going forward, it may very well not be the end of this conversation because the Trump team itself isn't sure what it wants. It made promises to uh, industrial communities about bringing jobs back, but now it's hearing from a lot of farmers that uh, NAFTA is worth keeping. So um, I continue to think that they're going to want to do something that they can claim is a victory, and that's going to adjust this uh, treaty somehow. Uh, but uh, I don't know that they can really just simply pull it out root and branch and uh, deal with the political consequences in this country. Uh, these negotiations are supposed to go until January 29th. Where do we take it from there? Because I, you know, this is a massive trade deal, and I'm just wondering, are we still looking out uh, a year down the road, or is there a chance? that both sides are, or all three sides are going to say, we just can't go any further here. Well, I, I think that that is one of the uh, the real unknowns about this conversation, because uh, the Trump team doesn't have a, a consistent uh, political message, uh, and it doesn't have a consistent political backing for this question. And so uh, you do not hear this clarity that you might sometimes hear in trade negotiations in terms of where the U.S. position is. Uh, President Trump has been very slow to uh, nominate people for a number of jobs, and particularly with respect to areas of the foreign policy realm, uh, there's not a lot of people at the desk to deal with the challenges. And so uh, I think that uh, I think that this is going to require Canada and Mexico, assuming they want to stay in this system as it is, uh, to be pretty patient as uh, this issue is worked out within the Trump administration. I don't think that... Uh, 
that there's going to be any quick resolution. Uh, there's just too much uncertainty and too many vacancies in the Trump team to uh, really come up with that final decision. All you have to do is look at the on-again, off-again conversations with respect to the uh, federal government shutdown over the last week to see the kind of inconsistency that marks policymaking in the era of Donald Trump. Oftentimes we just have the politicians as the front men when we have these negotiations. But we've got negotiators have been working on this. Well, from the original NAFTA, I know some of them were working on the TPP as well. So there's so much going on behind the scenes, isn't there, Stephen, that we really are just getting a, a snippet. And so we, we may not know what's happening behind the scenes with this deal. That's absolutely true. We're, we're really sort of fumbling, I think, in the dark when we try to talk about uh, where things stand in this tr- trade agreement. This is not a process of transparency. It is so different when you think about, say, a legislative committee hearing or a conversation in front of a judge in a courtroom. There are so many things that are not being said, in part because the countries want to save face. If you make a proposal that isn't received, um, you don't want the public in your own country to know that you may were willing to make this concession. It might make your own country look weak to its own voting base. And so no government wants to be too public about negotiating positions. And uh, that is part of the reason why I think that, uh, that we're still sort of uncertain about how this uh, can play out. As you say, there are a lot of professionals on the job, but from the, uh, from the perspective of the American negotiators, they're not really sure what the direction is from Washington on this, and that makes it hard for them to commit. We'll do our best to stay on top of it. Stephen, thanks as always. Thank you. Stephen Farnsworth, Professor of Political Science and International Affairs at the University of Mary Washington.